0: This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is The James Altucher Show. Today on The James Altucher Show. Boy, Gary Kasparov answered a lot of my questions. First, he's launched a new platform, Kasparov Chess, which allows playing with other people, playing with the computer, solving puzzles, taking lessons, learning from thousands of educational videos. I've been learning more about chess using the videos on his platform. So check out of Chess.com. But he also answers questions about how he trained, how Magnus Carlsen trained. What's the difference between players now and players of his generation who was world champion for 20 years or almost 20 years. And now Magnus Carlsen is world champion. He answered questions about who he thinks might be the next world champion. Adult improvement in different ways than the younger generations. And it's just so interesting. So... If you enjoy this episode, write a review and check out Kasparov Chess. This is one of my favorite interviews. So Gary, I'm a beta user of Kasparov Chess. I really love it. It's different from chess.com and lead Chess, and we could talk about that. What got you interested in starting your own platform? And let me just, actually, let me just qualify one bit. Since the TV show, The Queen's Gambit, you know, chess.com has experienced like unbelievable amount of signups. They have 64 million members now. More people are watching chess on Twitch than even watching Fortnite. And adult, there's a whole area, and I am one of them, of adult improvers in chess that have come back to chess after, you know, I spent 30 years ago, I spent a lot of time on chess, but then, you know, life happens and you don't spend it. And now coming back, as an adult improver trying to get back to where I was, it's it's amazing how many new resources there are. And then when I go on Kasparov Chess, I just I just love it how you're bringing in the culture of chess and documentaries about chess and the lessons. I took a lesson from Anish Giri yesterday on you know video lesson on aggressive ways to counter e four. I just it was great. I loved it. But what what got you into doing this? What what inspired you to do Kasparov Chess?
2: Yeah, I, I wish I could tell you the Queen's Gambit. And I also have to remind, you know, our listeners that I, I was a key consultant on chess yes. issues. And also on the Soviet side, you know, of of, of the series. But uh, we started this project, uh, um, I would say, ages ago by modern standards. It was originated many years ago when we um, had a Grand Chess Tour event in uh, London with Ma- Maxime vacher uh, playing very well and uh, almost winning it. He's a t- leading French player.
0: And I should mention, you have a documentary about him on Kasparov chess. Yeah, which absolutely. I really yes. He
2: was he, he he at that time he was a, he was a rising star, and uh, and the French believed that he could be he could challenge Magnus. Unfortunately, it didn't materialize. But he's still one of the top players. Uh, the result of this event in London in 2015 was that um, uh, the the French sponsor of uh, MVL Maxime Michel invited us to Paris to talk to Vivendi. Uh, about having uh, a Grunches Tour event in Paris, and uh, and uh, you know, and for the last five years we had this event in Paris as as a part of Grunches Tour, and uh, and it happened that uh, some of the some of the top people in the Vendy they were big chess fans. Uh, the the number two guy in the Vendy, Steven Roussel, you know, even played in our uh, fun competition. You know, when we had a grandmaster and a chess chess amateur, you know, joining you know as a team. So uh, we had a very good reception from Evendi there, and they were interested on expanding this cooperation. And naturally, we talked about chess platform. So it all goes back to two thousand seventeen. Uh, but again, things you know move slowly. Uh, it's a big corporation, and and we looked for f- so for several options because we also had a grand chess to Saint Louis. Uh, that's 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 one of the elements that we wanted to bring into the, into the loop, and that's that's yeah, it. Also took time and uh, um, um, we eventually you know uh, formalized all the agreements and and had a concept because it's um, entering this field is not you know is not uh, um, an easy task because as you said it's crowded and you have uh, among many many players you have two giants chess.com and now Magnus chess Former Chess 24. So competing with them, you know, needs, uh, 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 requires a good strategy. And uh, and that's why our original plan was from day one to concentrate on the area where we could actually beat the competition. And that's about education. It's about learning. It's about um, legacy. And, uh, you know, making sure that, you know, you can bring this entertainment and educational elements together. And, uh, uh, and I have to say that the, uh, the success, phenomenal success of uh, uh, the Queen's Gambit, was a big help because um, the our concept of doing these lessons, you know, on a Netflix format, uh, it's not, now it's um, makes people you know uh, feel feel home because now they all of a sudden they see something that that uh, resembles their experience with with the series. Um, and uh, um, the plan was to actually launch everything last year. But pandemics, you know, made big changes. So, for instance, I've been planning to record a masterclass, a new masterclass, and I will just come back a bit later, just describing the structure of this new masterclass, because one I did four years ago in 2017, proved to be very successful. But I knew how to make improvements, and uh, again, we already prepared everything for March 2020. I had to spend a week in Paris uh, recording it, but we all know what's happened in March 2020. You know, the the, the whole world, you know, went on, you know, went, uh, 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 crazy, it was lockdown. So, um, we just had to reorganize our plans, and everything was slowing down. Um, I still was, I was still recording my uh, podcast episodes as a substitution for for Masterclass, but uh, but we had to, um, we had to postpone or delay all our plans about the launch. Um, So, um, Um, now we, again, with, with, with one year delay, we are, you know, we were, we're, we're about to start a major action.
0: So, so Gary, let me ask you first, why do you think the Queen's Gambit TV show inspired so many people, A, people like me to come back to chess and B, even people like my daughters who have never played chess in their lives, suddenly they're logging on to chess.com and reading, you know, basic books on chess and trying to learn, like what, what was, what was. What was it about the Queen's Gambit during the pandemic that inspired so many people?
2: Oh, you said during the pandemics. Naturally, you know, pandemics helped you know to make this series more more popular and and uh, um, audience more receptive to the to to the to to the show. But I think the the, the key element, uh, uh, the, the key factor of the success, uh, was a story behind it. Story. That's what people want to hear, and it's we're now being fed by all sorts of sci-fi and, and and fantasy and it's just, or some extreme stories. Here is, you know, it was, you know, it was fairly normal. I mean, it's just, you had an orphan girl from Kentucky. So that's the, when you look at all these components that made... All of a sudden, you know, that's the, the great story. That's the created chemistry, fantastic chemistry. They're all natural. So people can easily identify themselves with Beth Harmon, with other, you know, uh, members uh, uh, or just other characters there. Because again, it's, 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 it's American, of course, but it's still, it's, they're ordinary people. It's uh, and uh, um, and also the show succeeded in presenting the psychological tension of the game. So this is it's the you could feel you know how how they just you know they're concentrated. So and again this is something that people sitting there in their homes and uh, and they 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 are being dragged in. This is a big big battle. So you you don't need to be on the baseball field or or, or soccer field you know to feel this tension. So um, uh, it's and again it's a success of an underdog. And it's not just a success of the underdog, you know. It's chess for long. You know that is for long had this very, I would say, questionable reputation. You know, there's people were afraid that if the kids play chess, it could uh, somehow hurt their mental stability. You know, you can you can become you know dizzy. You know, just you know, and uh, it, and and the life is getting blurry because you're uh, overwhelmed by this uh, by these pieces and. And uh, and uh, you know stories you know from from um, the great literature like Nabok uh, Nabokov's Lusion Defense or yeah, uh, uh, Stefan Luzian. Zweig you know chess novel and of course Bobby Fischer so the, the, there were so many examples where chess contributed to this kind of mental instability and uh, somehow this image you know has been preserved over decades. And uh, I've been fighting, you know, all my professional life, uh, and, and even afterwards, you know, as a retired player, to, to push, you know, the opposite image. And here it comes. Uh, chess did not destroy Bess Harmon. To the contrary, it helped her to, to um, um, survive uh, in her battle against, against uh, her dependence on substances. So it gets, it's this, she could overcome her dependence on green peels and alcohol. And, uh, you know, she she actually grew as a character. So again, when you start adding all these elements, you know, it's, it's again, it's a chemistry, so you still need luck, but I think the many elements were there already and pandemics basically, you know, just, you know, put them together, you know, just it's like merge them in, 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 in a mega successful story.
0: Again, you mentioned Kasparov chess has competitors and like, take chess.com. It's a great, and, and by the way, one competitor was a chess platform I helped start back in, 19, in the early 90s, which was the Internet Chess Club. But on your recommendation, I started using chess.com, and it's phenomenal. And so, how do you, you know, in terms of playing, even in terms of connecting with coaches and teachers and streamers, chess.com has a lot of content. I feel Kasparov Chess has more pure content. But how do you see yourself as a real differentiator?
2: Uh, look again. We—I uh, had to you know, just have to r- remind you know the audience. I had uh, and a and a failed experience uh, two decades ago with Kasparov chess, original Kasparov chess, you know, uh, from '99 to 2001. Uh, um, and many, many of the ideas that have been, you know, introduced then, you know, so they're playing a role now, but technology was not there. The internet boom was over, and uh, we simply couldn't catch the audience. Uh, and uh, now the technology helps us because it's not only, you know, the improvement, you know, with, with, with presentation, but also it's the, on, on the receiver side. So people now can actually follow this from many other devices. So the environment is much better. But again... Yeah. Over the last two decades, we had a much stiffer competition. Uh, but um, I think that this, you, you, you use the word pure content. Uh, it's, you know, I think we, we, we can do a better job by actually attracting people of different levels because the idea is that you will enjoy, you will be entertained, you will be learning uh, um, about chess, no matter your, it's, it's irrespective to your experience or strengths. So, that's why we we will be using, you know, the um, eight different categories. So, starting from the beginner, that's roughly, you know, um, uh, uh, 1,000, to uh, masters, it's 2,200. So, that's, we want to make sure that, you know, everybody will have, you know, his or her, you know, place uh, in the system. And that's what I learned, you know, after doing the uh, original master class uh four years ago as i mentioned uh, because it's the the concept at the time uh did not didn't have space for for this uh um for the grades and i had to struggle to make sure that you know i can squeeze as much information as i can you know in this roughly 13 to 1700 uh um uh, window this is using rating with few elements for people who who were you know above the 1700 now uh, my masterclass will be divided into three categories, beginners, uh, so the um, advanced players and, and strong players, club level and higher. And, and the, the, the way we will present the lessons, so we'll um, connect them to the, to the puzzles and you'll be always, you know, you'll be always rated, uh, uh, so within your section. So, it's clearly that, you know, this the, the site will help you to, uh, to navigate in the friendly waters. And also, we 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 are introducing more of the video content, uh, said, is Netflix format, and that's just what people want. You know, they want more. You know, more physical contact. Uh, they want to see that the on the other side you don't have a robot or just you know a, 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 a live, liveless lifeless chessboard, but someone you know like Anish Giri or M- 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 Maxim Vasilievgraf uh, or Meles Kripchenko. So we have we already have um, eight eight um, ma- uh, masters uh, ambassadors. Who, uh, who joined? Who joined? Um, uh, Kasparov chess, and we're going to expand it. We have uh, seven hundred, I think, just uh, seven hundred fifty lessons recorded now, and uh, and there's more to come. Um, and um, uh, it's um, you know it's it's yeah. The it's and I have to mention also fifty two thousand puzzles, and they will begin. We'll be adding more and more of them, uh, but. Um, as I said in my in my, uh, in my you know, very brief introduction, I said it's 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 my legacy. Now build yours. We want uh, people can, to feel that they're part of community. That's also an element that I think it's missing in our our, our, our other sides because they're big and uh, and you feel like you know just a, a pawn in this in this ocean of uh, of events. And uh, we want to make sure that everybody will 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 find his or her way you to, to establish to establish their own legacy uh, on on uh, on our side.
0: It's interesting because on some of these other platforms the focus is on play, which I know you know there's a there's a the the play section on Kasparov chess as well. You could play other players, but it took me I was on chess.com or lead chess for over a month before I realized there was forums and the forums were I don't want to say they were low quality but they were just sort of random. And I think if you had forums where you're you're moderating it was moderating them with strong players and and really mm. directing the discussion and answering questions and things like that that would be very powerful i think for the community uh,
2: absolutely so look chess playing zones they they it, it's it's a must you mu- you, you must have it uh, and uh, and you can make improvements and uh, and uh, i i know that we're trying to make sure that you know there will be there will be um, uh, there of a um, few of F- fewer ba- b- bugs because you always have to 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 work, you know, just with just making all these improvements. It will have a strong anti anti cheating system, but you cannot beat other, other other platforms on on Playing Zone, and uh, it 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 takes time. I mean, uh, I think the by the way, this the the best Playing Zone. I think it's it, it's it's it's
0: I'm glad you say that because that's where that's where I'm the highest rated. So I'm glad you said. Yeah, okay, EHS. well, this is
2: the, it's the uh, I think it's 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 the most sophisticated one that you know. Just it's the most resilient to 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 cheating and and at virtually no bugs. Um, but um, at the end of the day, it's just people are not only to play, and that's what that's what we want to emphasize. It's just, it's it's community sense, and that's why the contacts are very important. I mentioned chess, our, our, our ambassadors, but I also have to say that I will be there personally. So this is, I will spend yeah. at least five hours every month, you know, on on the site, just talking to people, making presentations, maybe moving the pieces, you know, playing with some. So that's this some of the um, some of the lucky winners of the of our sweepstakes. So um, it's very important that this contact is there. So I think it's this it should be always interaction between between uh, the site and the platform and and the customers and we also having some kind of a hotline that will allow customers to to m- m- submit their proposals yeah it will help us to eliminate bugs but also we want the site to have this interactive element and to always be you know at the cutting edge so we want to make sure that everything that is happening there you know is up to the satisfaction of of our audience
0: well i've been really impressed with the lessons you have on there because there's there's various platforms have good lessons like chessable.com and so on, but to get some, a player of the quality of a niche Geary as just as an example, I mean, I just watched the candidates tournament. He did very well in that. And then to, to, to watch a video lesson from him where just right away, I was learning incredible things I never knew before. And to just have that essentially free on the platform That was really great. and I haven't seen that on other platforms. I know there are videos on other platforms, but it's not a focus of these other platforms. But let me ask you this. What do you think, a lot of adults now, like me, but millions of others, are coming back to chess and asking, can I improve? It's a new world now. These young kids, the the masters are getting younger and younger. The skills are getting, you know, the, the, the ability to get skills is improving because of computers and so on. I come back to this whole new world and then I also realize my memory's not as good, my calculating is not as fast. Like do you think adult improvement is possible?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's the so what's uh, what's uh, what's wrong with with us, like adults, you know. I'm 58, so just uh, learning new things. So uh, I, you know, I think it's, it, it's at in you know, our uh, it's, in our age category, what is important is for us to feel good about it. So, this is as long as we're being entertained, so we're happy to digest new information. Because, look, it, there's so many things you can do. And if, if this is boring, you know, and if it's just teaching, yeah, I think it just, you know, it's somehow it will, it might hurt our pride. So, we don't want to be taught. But if you can do it, you know, just in a way that it's, it's entertaining, it's a video. And by the way, you mentioned the videos, high-quality videos. This is most of yes. these lessons recorded in, in a professional studio in Paris. And as we want to keep this quality, again, it's this is the... of Chess will we'll, we'll try to win the audience by the quality of the presentations, both by the content and also the wrapping paper. So, because, you know, making it pleasant for your eyes and just uh, making you feel good, this is a very important... Uh, uh element of of winning winning the the hearts of 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 the audience and i uh, think that is while we we will be building special um programs for kids and i just you know i'm planning you know just eventually to introduce uh the old idea that come that comes back to 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 the original sport of just 20 years ago it's the world school chess championship but right now we mm-hmm. want to make sure that adult audience will be very comfortable and I think that there's so many ways we can we we uh, this to, to to make them feel good. And uh, as we already uh, discussed, the the Queen's Gambit, you know, just um, uh, um, open this appetite for learning chess. And uh, we'll de- do our utmost to capitalize on this new um, opportunity. So,
0: how do you think? How do you think adult learning is different from? Kids who are learning. So let's say kids, they memorize these opening variations very well. They, they, they calculate, they solve a lot of ca- tactical puzzles, so they calculate fast. I feel like, you, what, 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 is there a difference? What is the difference? Like, what are the best ways for adults to learn?
2: Look, of course, there's a difference because, you know, for kids, learning is natural. So that's they 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 learn about life. So that's why if you know they can learn music, they can learn chess, they can learn swimming, they can learn whatever. So that's just, it's this is this is this is how their life being built and uh, and it's and their brains just you know they they are now they're open to um, to uh, find new information to sort of uh, they're always hungry for new information. That's that's life. Now with us it's different because we are overloaded with information. So and uh, and for us to learn something new, again we have to be we have to be really encouraged unless you are encouraged uh, again that's the I, I can watch a you know a movie or I can read a book but but learning new things you know it just it's will not happen unless you feel that you know it's um, it's so good it's so just it's just uh, you need to to feel the engagement so that's as you're engaged and it's somehow you know it will it will uh make your life a bit more exciting so you uh, you add some new angles uh to to you to 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 your routine life and uh, and that's that's what i think you know is happening now with chess and uh again caspar of chess will be there to help people feel good about uh learning and
0: do you think like right now I mean, when you were, uh, you became the world champion and you were the youngest world champion ever. And now you see people getting younger and younger as they get to that level of ability. Like you have, I mean, Carlson is 30 and he's already saying things like, oh, I used to calculate faster when I was younger. And he doesn't think he'll be playing professionally when he's 40, whereas you went on well past 40. And now you have also people like Ali Reza, Faruja, who's 18. Like, all these younger players are getting to that almost that 2,800 level so young. What, what's changed? Like, how, like, I remember, you know, you look at the 50s, you know, people like, well, even earlier, you look at the twenty. Emmanuel Lasker was world champion for 27 years. He was, he was playing professionally in his 60s. Like, what's happened over the past century that has pushed down the level of elite grandmasters? so low, And this happened in many fields, not just chess.
2: Uh, look, life is getting faster. I'm sure that for people uh, at the end of the nineteenth century, the beginning of twentieth century, life also looked fast compared to what was happening before. So that's the uh, they can move around. so they had transatlantic uh, ships, new fast trains that could cross you know the continents. But if you look at the chess calendar in Lasker's time, so he didn't play many tournaments, he could you know he could have a couple of years without even just, you know, playing one event, one game, one serious game. So, um, uh, and that's why, you know, he could uh, he could uh, uh, preserve energy and just play chess uh, competitively, you know, just until uh, his uh, uh, um, 60s. So, uh, it's, I think it's the, he was 66 uh, when he just had his uh, last successful event in Moscow and, and one of Moscow international tournaments. Even just when, just you look at the next generation, like Batvinik, Batvinik, could keep his title until he was um, uh, 50 52 uh, but still you know it was it was relatively slow motion uh, 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 calendar uh, but Vinick could also um, uh, uh, have a year or two without without being actively engaged in in, in chess competitions. Uh, then you move to 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 the next generation of champions, you know, like Spassky and Fischer, and they were getting younger. So uh, Karpov became world champion at age 24. So I became world champion at age 22, uh, which was quite an exception at the time. But but already in the 90s we saw young players, and uh, and they you know it was my my challengers uh, like uh, uh, Nigel Short was um, uh, he was 28 when he challenged me in '93, and Vishy Anand was. Uh, in 26, when he challenged me in 95, uh, so that's a new generation of players. But but the 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 rhythm of of um, chess competitions changed dramatically. It just you know it is they had to play more and which means you know you needed more energy, more stamina. It's it's not that you could go on forever. So um, I I knew already in the 90s that probably I would uh, quit chess. Uh, in in my mid 40s actually I did it when I just uh, uh, just before I turned 42 because it just you know required so much time for preparation and and also you I didn't have the same you know the same excitement by 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 going in this in the whole process because for me chess was not just about winning but uh, about making the difference and I knew at the time that you know I almost exhausted my ability to make the difference so yeah I Changed so many things in the game of chess. I introduced computers into the preparation. So, uh, and I thought, okay, that's that's enough. And um, probably it was a very good choice because the game actually even was speeding up. Yes, the um, uh, I was playing one, one of my last tournaments in 2004 and faced young Magnus Carlson. So that's that's probably was a good opportunity because I could beat him at the time. So, so, so yes. yes, I was. Yeah, he was 14. I, yeah, uh, actually, he was, he was not even yet, yet 14. He was turning 14 that year, and I was uh, f- uh, 41. So it's the um, and uh, and uh, in the last 15 years, we saw even you know just even further increase of this of this pace. Um, there are more events. They play, 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 play. They need more preparation, but also computers. They are just forcing. Um, uh, players to 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 fully concentrate on on their preparation and just to make sure that they will not be victims of the superior preparation of their opponent of their opponents. So um, life changed, chess has changed, and uh, it's not surprising. And uh, and that's why you know having younger players making inroads, it's a very natural process. So you mentioned Ali Rza so uh, great talent. So he's just turned eighteen and if you look at the time frame so that's the that probably you know the most uh, likely next champion uh, because he is 12 years younger than, than than Magnus again it's it's there's no it's it's not carved in the stone this is not you know something that you know you you can guarantee by saying oh here is this is the player who is going to be next world champion but you know this is generation wise you know you see that's the that's it, this is teenagers they are uh coming in and uh, um and I, uh, I think this process—it's—it's, it's, you know, um, uh, it's inevitable. And uh, and uh, I think most of the most of the players in their thirties, they will, you know, they will be facing very tough challenges. And I doubt very much that they can—they can survive in this uh, so sort of never-ending quest by by younger players that are just trying to replace them. And when Magnus says that he would uh, quit, you know. Uh, uh, when he's forty or so, uh, I mean, he understands realistically that uh, while he's still a dominant force in chess and uh, is still playing some phenomenal games, uh, he, he is making mistakes. He is making blunders. He's just, you know, he's not he's not as impeccable as he used to be uh, several years ago.
0: So this is what I mean, like about uh, you know, adults who are coming back to the game or adults who want to learn the game. What what is different? Like, why do when when you're older? your your brain is no longer like a machine you have to kind of deal there's more it goes from knowledge to wisdom say like like how do you teach the wisdom as opposed to just teaching the knowledge that these kids are absorbing
2: yeah but but but, but let's separate you know this is the professional chess players and and and, and adults who are chess fans uh i have plenty of wisdom so that's just, if you ask me, you know, how you should play here or there, so I think I, in in my philosophy, or even in some, ta- solving some of the problems, I could probably compete even with, with, with Magnus, probably, yeah. So this is definitely in philosophy, but I, I could see tactics when I'm sitting here in front of my computer, you know, or a chessboard, and, but then even when you play, you know, that's a different story. It's about concentration. This is about your instincts, you know, that's just, and, and look, I have other things. I have family. I have kids. I have other. Yeah, you know, this is your mind is overloaded, and it's and you cannot just switch it off. This is not a your mind is not you know it's not um, a, a, a computer, and you can say okay, fine. Now just you know I, I I download another program. So and and you know I put this one to sleep. No. So this is the to switch off you know other brain activities and to concentrate on chess by making sure that you know. 100% or at least you know just it's considerable portion of your uh, mental energy is concentrated on the game of chess is impossible so that's why you know I, I I've been playing you know chess for fun for many years now since I left professional chess and I know that you know this it's every year you know I could see that it's just you know it's 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 getting weaker and weaker so I did better you know just in in uh, since I left professional chess so in 2009 uh, 2010 I I just played a little bit and I just I felt you know was yeah you know, I felt quite good about it. 2015 2016 you can see this it's it's all you know going down. The the for me that's the the big point was when I played Caruana, uh, the 960 chess, the Fisher chess. And you know, I, I would play him in most of the games. And this and then but, but terrible blunders. I couldn't stop blundering pieces. Were, so, were you yeah. upset at
0: yourself? Were you getting angry at yourself?
2: Look, you know, I um <laughs> I used to be very upset when I lost, you know, and it's and it's but, but now I, I understand this inevitable. There's a sense of inevitability. Of course I'm upset, you know, just it's the but at the end of the day I cannot fight nature. I cannot fight time. So I, I know people are people enjoy always enjoy watching me at the board and and I'm trying to accommodate their just you know their expectations but also you know, um, I'm always telling you that look guys you know I will be there I will play you know um, uh, an event I will play again this 960 event uh, in in Saint Louis this September but you know don't have high expectations and I can play some good games you know if I play one good game. You know that's already that's 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 enough because you know why people can see wow that's the that's that's old spark you know that's the 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 lion still has you know few teeth left you know just to to go off these prey
0: Yes, it's totally true. Obviously, world champion level players like yourself, like Carlson, like Bodvinnik, your old teacher and so on, they sort of have their unique styles. You could tell a Kasparov game. You could tell a Petrosian game. You might even be able to tell a Carlson game. You were known for your, as you called it, your fighting chess, very aggressive, very tactical, very attacking. That's at least what you were known for. Carlson, on the other hand, is known for squeezing the life out of a position and then slowly Grinding out a win with very subtleties and nuances—it's a completely opposite style to you, it seems, on the surface. What? Why do you think that change has occurred? Has that a change occurred in the world of chess because of computers? It's harder to be tact. It's harder to know how to be aggressive, or 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 is it just a difference in personality between you and Carlsen and other players?
2: I don't think that's you know that's that's a trend because when you look at the at the history of chess in the last. 50 years, uh, or even just, you know, 100 years. So you always see that, you know, that's the uh, the world champions and the top players, they had different styles. And uh, very often you had, you know, the player with one specific style, you know, beating another player uh, with an opposite style and then being beaten by the player with a similar style of his opponent that he beat before. So, for instance, you know, um, yeah, if you look at, okay, let's start with, with my experience. So I played Karpov very different style. So, that's, this, is, this is ice and fire. So, when I beat Karpov, then I just, you know, I lost to Kramnik and Kramnik style is more like Karpov style. So, then, you know, just you had, you know, Kramnik losing to Anand and Anand's style is closer to my style. <laughs> and then you had, you know, Magnus beating Anand. If you, I'm talking only about World Championship matches. Yes. And then you mentioned Alirza Ferruje. That's more of the my style or Vishy Anand. So it's the it's the again yeah, he's 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 yet to become the world champion but you see that this is this, the 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 brightest star of the new generation is more like you know Kasparov Anand style than god Kramnik or, or, or Magnus, but again when you talk about style you, know, you should um, you should be very careful of not misleading, you know your audience because it's the it's in chess I think the style is of course very important influential. It's you know it's like in tennis you have players with a very powerful serve who, who are rushing to the net or those who play from the back line. Uh, in 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 soccer you also add you know very aggressive attacking style like Brazilian style or Italian Catenaccio more defensive style. But on the top you know level so you have to do many things you know well. So this is you still have your preferences you still have your you know strongest suit. But, you know, it's, this is, it's the, you have to be able to do the other things. Magnus Carlsen, you're right, you know, he, he knows how to squeeze life out of the position and just to use minimal resources to, 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 tor- to torment his opponents and actually, you know, and then to score. But he can have a massive attack. Yeah, just, you know, in Kasparov style. I can show you a few games of Magnus and say, oh, that's more played by by uh, or Kasparov. No, he played by Magnus. So that's why, again, he says, don't, you know, get confused. That it's, 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 it's by saying, say, oh, Magnus can do only this. That's his a- ultimate strength. But he can do many other things a- a- as well. And, uh, and uh, um, the, the, the winner, it's, it's in, in when you have two different, you know, uh, school of thoughts, two styles, you know, um, uh, uh clashing the winner is is, the, is 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 the player who can actually um who can do two things one is you know to uh, to um, uh, invade opponent's territory and just you know, to make sure that you know he can he can manage to survive there so thats on on but also to make sure that most of the uh, uh, most of the battles are taking place on his territory. So that's, that's the reason why I lost to Kramnik in the year 2000, because I, I, I have been trying to actually win the battle on the territory that, that where he felt most comfortable. So that was, that was a big mistake. And uh, you know, uh, even even player of my caliber and uh, with my experience could make this mistake. Uh, so uh, the reason I beat Karpov is that you know, I, um, I managed to actually fight well against Karpov on his territory. And he, in, in, in definitely in the last match, he tried to actually fight with me on, on territory that, that definitely fit my style better. So that's the uh, playing very sharp lines with, 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 with black pieces, for instance, in Rui Lopez. And uh, that's, you know, it's no matter how good, to, how good his position was after the opening, he still had to fight on the territory that was more of uh, Kasparov than his.
0: What, what would you say, like, for you at your peak, Carlson at his peak, Badbindik at his peak, what's the difference between the number one player and let's say the number 10 player in the world, or the number 20 player? Because in tennis, for instance, I've I've heard it said that there's really no physical difference between the number one tennis player in the world and the number 100 tennis player in the world, but the difference is psychology and who has the determination to be number one in the world. Like, what what would you say is the difference between number one in chess and number 20 in chess?
2: Um, number one is number one. Number one is is. It. Yeah, I want to say world champion, but you know we mentioned Botvinnik, and uh, there was no rating system in Botvinnik's time. But uh, I doubt very much that he was uh, he was number one. You know that is, he was very good in the matches. But at one point, Smyslov was uh, probably you know number one, and um, and then again, Botvinnik's played rarely, and I think it's his um, while he was a number one in I'm not sure late thirties, but definitely in late forties, early fifties, he could remained the world champion because he knew how to, how to play the matches. He was a great match player, especially rematches, you know, how to prepare. This is the mm. a genius of preparation. The gap between the, the best player and the rest of the field, you know, it's it's this is one of the you know signs of the greatness. And uh, Fischer's gap, you know, was phenomenal in 1971-72, but it didn't last because Fischer left chess. So we didn't know for how long he could actually keep up with these new challenges. I stayed on top for quite a while, so, um, and I managed always to keep the gap between me and, and the rest of the field, uh, though, of course, it has been shrinking uh, with, with new generation coming in and, uh, and uh, you know, my age, you know, me adding years uh, to my age. Magnus uh, at one point had, I mean, just a clear gap between Magnus and uh, the rest. So, I would say that since he won the title it's 2014, 2015. So that's the I, uh, and and to these days, I mean, he's, he's still the, the top player. And uh, though I think, you know, he's, as we mentioned, he's, um, he's not as inevitable as he used to be. You know, as,
0: but let's say at his peak, what separates him from the rest of the field? What is it that, what is that extra oomph that separates a world champion, a number one?
2: That's 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 a secret. I don't know. I mean, that's that's the it's the uh, uh, you may say the difference is just tiny. Yes, just but that tiny difference makes all the difference, because you know he he he. It's not just psychology. He knows you know things just a little bit better here and there. And it's but in in overall, you know, it it um, it creates an an image. It creates a a, a unit, a fighting unit. That uh, is, uh, is unstoppable. And um, uh, when I was number one player, so I, um, I had, en- my, I would say mine was energy. I just I had more energy than anybody else. I could play chess. I could uh, concentrate on the game. I could spend time on preparation. So I, you know, I was all, you know, all fire, you know, at the board. And also, uh, huge uh, um, energy and discipline combination which is as you know that's important you know just to bring together uh, at the, uh, at at my at my training sessions so magnus is um magnus has i would say probably very pure chess talent that's why it reminds me karpov Kavaplanka. so is the he's not so much intuitive player as myself but he's just you know he's is uh, yes everything comes together so that's a, he he sees you know how how the how the board is uh, is, is uh, all the configurations, so that's this, finds probably the ideal trajectory for these pieces. And also I think the Magnus, I would add one more thing about Magnus domination. He was the only player of the top, you know, uh, of, of top 10 I know that, who could uh, play, uh, who could prepare with computers without being hijacked by the screen, so that's as he could look at the screen and he could still, you know, you you know, sort of separate himself from from machines' recommendations. So he could always, you know, um, preserve his uh, immunity from 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 machines' influence, and that helped him to to achieve the best combination of his chess chess human creative input and machines uh, machines brute force.
0: And so you you've coached a lot of top players, like you know. What would be the sort of things you would coach a, a young Magnus? I
2: did. I did, I did coach young Magnus. <laughs>
0: yes, I know. So, so what what sorts of things would you teach him at that level? And I know this is a little further afield than just the lessons you have on Kasparov chess, obviously. But I'm trying to get a sense of of learning in general. Like, what what sort of things would would you add to uh, Carlson at, when you coached him?
2: You're talking about you know just it's the, it's a, a, a top player in the world. So Magnus. In 2009, when we started our work, so he was uh, already top five, and at one point he was even briefly number, number one in rating. But he was, you know, top five player, and uh, and um, I, uh, what I did, you know, I just I looked at his games, I studied them, and uh, I, um, I believe that I could be of great help because our styles were different. So that's why what I thought was important is actually to to help him to see. Every position through my lenses to add, you know, to his qualities. He he knew how to play different, you know, certain positions, and uh, he didn't need my advice to 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 um, exercise his natural talent. But you know, on the intuitive side, on more aggressive chess, you know, dynamic chess, uh, you know, I was I was superior. So that's why you know he learned from me. So how to how to manage his position. So it made him more universal as a player and also i think i help him to build uh, his own um opening preparation framework because his uh, pre- opening preparation at the time was not uh, uh, was not up to the up to the level
0: let's say now you're, you no know, on kasparov chess you're going to have you know many lessons geared towards kids many lessons geared towards adults lessons about openings tactics strategy and so on what do you think are, let's let's say someone's just beginning to come to chess now and they're 30 years old but they want to learn they want to be pretty good a what what should they focus on and b how far do you think they can get
2: speak about, about lessons you know that's and puzzles so that's this, this we didn't mention that but is the so we we you know our site is 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 a freemium uh business model so that's why you know this is the uh you have you know many things free so that's like playing zone and this is news articles and podcasts and eight puzzles a day so and uh, and percent and, 20 and of the lesson content so it's 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 all free. So it's the and then of course you know you can have the access for the full site and that's one of our advantages. I just have to mention that is that we will be offering I think very competitive prices, so fourteen dollars a month or one hundred twenty dollars uh, annually. So that will give you access to masterclass and every 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 uh, corner of the of of um, of our site. And again, this is the um, uh, we strongly believe that uh, um, uh, lessons and um, again. It's the the enterta- entertaining element of the lessons. That's what uh, will uh, bring people in. And uh, and uh, as I already said, you know, we want to make sure that you know you will you will not be lost in these jungles because there's so many lessons and so many puzzles. And we will always help you to navigate and make sure that you stay, you know, you know uh, in uh, on the in the territory where you know you feel comfortable and safe. Yeah. So
0: so. What should somebody, again, like what should an, a, 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 an adult or a young adult or a kid, what should they focus on first, you think, to get better?
2: Look, you know, again, it it's depends, you know, what, 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 uh, what is your target. So if you are a kid, you want to get, you know, just you know, into chess. And uh, that's, that's one story. If you are an adult looking for intellectual entertainment, that's another story. So, and again, we want to make sure that, you know, whatever, wh- whatever your goals are, so we're here to help. So, again, this is, it's not, you know, that's, it's, 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 you have, you know, there's the A, B, C, D, up to Z, you know, plan. So, naturally, you have to learn, you know, uh, learn, you know, the moves and you have to know how to play. But I assume you already know something about the game of chess. So, uh, and then again, just tell, tell, us, tell us what's your plan. And the masterclass that I will be recording, so we'll, we'll be very much, you know, based on, on, on these kind of, ex, you know, expectations. So, uh, I learned from the first, first masterclass, the original one recorded four years ago, and I will make sure that uh, uh, this high-quality production, again, it will be all... Um, uh, the shooting will be done in Paris, so in a professional studio. So uh, that will, you know, will uh, uh, please not only your eyes, but also your appetite for, uh, for learning, learning uh, the game of chess.
0: For adults, do you think they should focus on openings? Do you think... Well, like, if you were to advise someone who, let's say they're, they're 30 years old, and they saw the Queen's Gambit and they're like, I want to be a chess master or a chess expert or whatever. What would you advise that adult to, to do?
2: It's a little bit too late for a chess career, but it's just the, yeah, but it's, again, it's, the, it's a combination of things. So that's the master class that I will do. So that's the, uh, well, the advanced and, and, and a club level. That will be great help. I, I would still concentrate on, on general things, on just tactics and strategy. Uh, and then you just, you know, we, we have lessons on the openings. So that's that's but openings. I would not start with the openings because it's very important that you, you um improved your understanding of the game. So because all the openings, you know, that's at that level, they just you know the, you, you can survive them. You can play some very lame openings, but at the end of the day, it's just you know it's your ability to navigate in the middle game, your your knowledge of the end game. So that's 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 what helps you to win. If you if you want to improve and you you want not just to enjoy chess, but you want to enjoy and win. So then you know uh, I would say that looking at the middle games and end games would be would be a priority and uh, and we will definitely make sure that you know we will we will have the most uh, friendly friendly map for you to navigate.
0: And I should mention you also have a, a podcast Kasparov Chess I just listened to the most recent episode uh, where you described a tournament when you were very young in 1976 and your mentor and teacher Binick, kind of had to make a call to you to uh, keep you keep you going a little bit. Do you, do you want to describe real quickly that that yeah. story? I thought it was a beautiful that, story.
2: Look, as I uh, uh, yeah, it's um, it, it, originally it was not you know our intention, but since you know we had to slow down and uh, could do the videos, so we, we decided I would I would do a podcast you know with these episodes. So I'm planning to record uh, many more of them. So uh, the the, f- the first series will end with uh, 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 my entry into the adult professional world in 1978, um, and, uh, um, and uh, I thought it would be very, you know, very um, touching to tell stories. Again, it's, this is, it's the, the resemblance with The Queen's Gambit, the stories about relations. It's me, my mother, my teacher, so he, he's calling me. Those are the stories that, that made people, you know, uh, excited because they learn something, you know, that's, that's it's, uh, you know, it's, it's personal experience. And and it's it adds you know human element to the game of chess and uh, yeah uh, but Finix's advice was always most valuable and uh, and he knew how to encourage me how to make sure that you know I'm uh, I'm not you know demoralized if I just you know if I uh, was not doing well um, and uh, you know, you'll learn more about our relations with him. Because it was quite rocky, so and that's it's 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 eventually it heated to the point when I was a world champion that our political differences made it made it impossible to cooperate but but it's it was my great teacher and uh, and I always felt grateful for what he did for me in the seventies uh, and in in the even eighties you know his advice his you know wisdom and and uh, his calm always you know helped me to stay the course and you
0: know. A lot of people compare chess. There's many metaphors to chess and business, chess and life, chess and, and other aspects of life. You of course are involved in everything from politics to, uh, cyber security. Uh, how do you see, do you see chess helping you in these other, in these other areas of life?
2: Uh, No, no, it's not about chess. It's about me. So that's the, uh, what chess did is help me to, to understand. So, the decision-making process, and that's that's the uh, you can find more in my uh, first non-chess book, How Life Imitates Chess, when I talked about you know my chess career and about decisions that I made, and some right or wrong and what I learned from making these decisions and how this experience could 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 uh, uh, be useful not only just for me but for for the readers. Um, uh, the aptitude for playing chess is nothing else than the aptitude for playing chess. Now, the the real issue is what can you do with your chess experience? How can you benefit from your chess experience, your ability to understand the nature of your decisions and uh, why something, you know, went wrong and so how to improve it into a, a, other areas of your life? But the fact is that I'm involved in, in many things, you know, ranging uh, from human rights to cybersecurity. Uh, it's just, you know, it's 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 my nature. I just, you know, I, I was always a curious person and I also wanted to make the difference. That's what I learned from my mother. And I believe that, you know, in, in, in every endeavor, you know, just it's where I just you know I I I, I um, invest my time and efforts and energy, I'm I'm making the difference. Not as great as in the game of chess, of course. You know, I understand understand that, you know, my impact. Outside of chess is limited compared to what I did as a chess world champion, but still I'm making a difference. So whether it's you know human rights fight, uh, uh, global you know, global issues where I just you know I believe my voice helps many people to regain their confidence and continue their fight against dictatorships and and uh, 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 and other thugs you know who are abusing um, human rights and uh, to to. Um, uh, human-machine collaboration. Where also my experience of fighting the machines and then working with machines helps people to become more optimistic about the future. So, so
0: uh, when do you see? You know, Kasparov Chess is in beta now. I am. I've been happily using its resources as a beta user. Uh, what do you see as the f- official launch date?
2: Oh, we are. You know, we are launching now. That's the. That's the. It's the. Basically, this. This is. As, you know, we. <laughs> speaking speaking now just since it's it's uh, uh um uh it's a it's a week of uh, uh of uh uh may 10, may 10 and uh, uh that's 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 a lot that's that's a week of our official launch uh, uh we um we g- we're going to 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 announce so that the full uh, uh, scope of cooperation between uh, um Vivendi uh, and and Grand Chess Tour because that's that's becomes a part of the Kasparov Chess. So this is the it's speaking about broadcast. We will have the full access to the Grand Chess Tour events, and and then Saint Louis Chess Club Granches Granches Tour actually. This is this it's it's uh, will uh, will be a part of this venture. So that's that was the, the original idea, and uh, it's all going to be announced now. Um, and so we will have our own very strong broadcast uh, uh, section uh, because, as we know, Grand Tour had set up new standards of presenting the game of chess and we have great commentators and it's all part of part of the venture. So you will see now that it's, it's not just entertainment on the um, learning side, but it's also be more entertainment on broadcast.
0: Will you get involved with like streaming and chess streamers? You know, like someone like Hikaru is a very successful chess streamer, and there's other and Ali Reza actually is a, a good streamer. You know, they stream on platforms like Twitch.
2: Uh, we uh, look. It's the it's definitely we are going to choose to be very active on all these platforms. So, yeah, I will I will be I will be doing it as a big event with Hikaru on May fourteenth. So that's uh, um, on Twitch. So, and, uh, and uh, it will, you know, it's the, again, it's if we, want, if we want to be successful, so if we want to, to, uh, to live up to the expectations of our audience, so we must have a strong presence on, on the streaming platforms.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. And just as a last comment, you know, I think of the chess players in the 50s and 60s, and they would be so austere and wear suits for every tournament. And now I watch these streamers who are, 2700 level, maybe, you know, just as good as these prior champions, and they're throwing chairs when they make blunders and cursing. It's, a, it's like a different world. And, but that's why I appreciate how Kasparov chess is going to look at how culturally chess is appearing in society now.
2: Yeah, look, it is a different world. It's not just, you know, chess different world. It's a different world period, and, uh, yes. and that's why you have uh, different habits, you have different norms, you have different standards. But as you pointed out, it's very important for us to keep the image of the chess intact. It's a great game, and it deserves full respect. And I, I grew up in a different world, so I always played, unless it was too hot, I always played in, in just having, you know, the suit and a tie. That's what I learned, you know, from the older generation. Because I was at stage, and I was always, you know, fighting my colleagues. Who said, "Ah, big deal? No, it's you're at stage. You know, you have to serve the audience." I always knew about this interactive element. Obviously, when I played Karpov, you know, that was, you know, this this is always limited by 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 the big big uh, audiences in the halls we play in the theaters, Uh, because this is the others, you know, could fall on radio. This is those those they were. The, the technical means to transmit the games were limited, uh, but even today, you know, just it's this is, it's the I think it's presenting the you know, the, the the quality of of um, visual quality of the game. Uh, it's it's very important. And uh, while you know you can hardly imagine people playing you know from from their home you know online events and, and wearing color uh, color and tie, uh, but uh, you know just you know certain norms. And, and it's probably this, it's slightly it's like changed now, it's not about color and tie, but it's more about quality of the presentation. So, we want to make sure that the, the game of chess, it will have class. Mentioning the Queen's Gambit, also one of the elements that made it so successful, it was classy. You look at the clothes, you look at the, at the environment, so classy. It's no longer the game played in a dark corner of the cafe. So this is the game that played in theaters, you know, you have people following it. So it's just, it's all the traditional intrigue, but also it has a class. So we want to make sure that Kasparov chess will, you know, live up to the expectations of people who want to learn chess, want to be entertained, but he wants to do it in class.
0: Well, I have to say so far you're doing it. Like I've been using Kasparov chess. I've, I've taken video lessons, watched documentary, solved puzzles. Played some games. Everything is top notch, and I wish you huge luck and success with Casper Chess. You. I'm sure it will be. Uh, and again, I was surprised how much I learned from just one or two videos, also on on the platform. Is, and so, there are
2: many of them, that's, that's Yes, that's, 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 you, yes, there will, there will be eventually. You know, there's, there's thousands of them. Now we are getting closer to the to the four thousand.
0: Excellent. Well, I look forward to continue using it and I I hope many people use it. Good luck again and and congratulations on launching it this week. Thank Thank you, you, Gary, for coming on the podcast.
2: Thank you.
1: Price drop. Time to shop.